You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Casterman, joined as always by Jeffrey Flanagan for a little Royals talk here. Uh, as we get into late January and getting very close to camps opening up in Arizona and the defending world champion Kansas City Royals with their uh, uh, new-look payroll and uh, obviously some new additions to the roster. But, Jeffrey, one thing that hasn't been addressed that uh, has been an active winner so far is the right field situation. Um, you had a list of uh, most intriguing players, basically, looking ahead to spring training camp. Gerard Dyson was at the top of that list. Uh, as of now, profiles of the right fielder, we could see potentially another addition there. But what are your thoughts on Dyson as an everyday player? Well, the Royals, I mean, Ned, Ned told us at the winter meetings that, that basically it was his time uh, to get more at-bats. And I think that surprised me a little bit uh, just because his splits are so bad against lefty. I think he has like a 534 OPS in his career against lefties. So uh, to consider him an everyday player, in my mind, is a little bit of a stretch yet. But, hey, he might surprise us. Maybe, you know, if they protect him early in sort of a soft platoon with, with Orlando Follow Orlando in right field against some of the tough lefties. Uh, maybe it'll, maybe it'll work. Um, and they, and they both both Ned and Dayton have cautioned that that's the plan as of right now. And, and as you know, Anthony, things change in a heartbeat. So uh, you know they're they're still searching the, the free agent market. They're searching for trades. You know, like I think deep down they'd probably like to get a, you know a bona fide everyday right fielder. But as of right now, Dyson would be the guy. And uh, if it ends up being that way, uh, they envision him. You know, if he gets four or five hundred at bats, a guy who could steal fifty bases, uh, they kind of consider him a, a secondary leadoff hitter. He'd probably bat ninth, um, and he'd be batting in front of uh, Alcides Escobar, who, who will lead off again. Esky's probably their best hit and run guy, so uh, they've kind of got it worked out where they they feel like that's going to improve the bottom of their order. Actually, that, that brings up another question. You talk about the bottom of the order and, and looking at the top of the order with, with Gordon coming back. Uh, that number two spot in the lineup, uh, of course, uh, Moustakis spent a good deal of time there in 2015, and then they added uh, Ben Zobris, and he took over that spot. But with Zobris gone, with Gordon back, uh, do you think it comes down to, to Moose or, or Gordon for that spot? Yeah, I really do. Uh, you know, they Ned surprised all of us last year uh, uh, with his opening day lineup having Mike Moustakis hit second, which he hadn't done in spring training at all. Uh, they just kind of, you know, brainstormed that idea like 48 hours before the opener. And of course, everything you know, Ned's touch lately turns to gold, and and Moose uh, was fantastic in the number two spot. Uh, now this year, I don't know uh, if he'll hold on to that or not. If, if they go go with Alex Gordon, who's hit quite a bit in the number two spot in his career, he's he's let off a lot. Uh, he's familiar with the top of the order, how to hit there. Uh, I think that's something that they'll just kind of sort out in spring training. I don't really see another candidate uh, other than those two to hit second. Uh, you know, they pretty much committed to Dyson hitting down further in the order. So uh, when you look through who, you know, their, their power guys are in the middle. Um, so that would just basically leave Moose and Gordon to hit second. And uh, either way, either one can probably do a, good, a pretty good job. Uh, we're going to talk a little prospects here. Uh, obviously, uh, Kansas City fan is very much invested in the current major league product, and for good reason. But uh, we're going to talk about a couple names at, at the top of the prospects list. As it pertains to the Royals, and uh, of course, Raul Adalberto Mondesi is at the top of that list. Uh, for now, you've got that great baseball reference page where his only uh, major league plate appearance comes in the World Series. Right. Um, 
but obviously there's a, a good chance we'll see him in the big leagues proper at some point. Uh, what's the outlook for Mondesi here, Jeffrey? Yeah, he's definitely the, the jewel of the farm system. He's got a, a incredible skill set. I got to see him uh, pretty extensively last spring, um, and he was very impressive uh, playing with uh, fellow big leaguers. Um, you know, he's a guy they signed when when he was 16, and, and he was like 145 pounds at that time. So he's starting to fill out finally. I think he's up to 6'1", 180, 185. Uh, they project him. You know, someday possibly to be their everyday shortstop. I mean, his his path to the big leagues will probably be at second base for now. Uh, you know, they've, they've still got the Omar Infante contract to deal with, but uh, possibly by 2017, you might see him uh, as their possibly their everyday second baseman. He's a switch hitter. Um, they think that somewhere down the line he's going to develop, you know, some pretty good pop. Uh, you don't see that in the numbers right now in the minors, but um, he he can crush the ball in batting practice, and obviously there's a there's a big leap from that to take him into the games, but uh, they envision him someday being a 15 to 20 homer guy. Um, so once he fills out more in his upper body, and uh, right now he's very, very fluid uh, defensively. He's got a very strong arm, great range, um, and he can play you know either position up the middle. So very, very bright future for him. And uh, you know, last year the the Royals really went for it, and in doing so, uh, traded a couple of the top arms from their system. Uh, of course, Brandon Finnegan leading that list, but uh, there's, there's still a young man in the mix uh, in the lower levels of the minors, Ash Russell. Uh, obviously, this is not a guy who uh, is on the immediate horizon for, for 2016, but the long term, uh, I know they like his prospects a lot. What do you got on that? Ah, excuse me. What do you got on Ash Russell? Ash Russell is, you know, I have not been able to see him in person. Just seen some video of him. Um, he's a kid who throws in the low to mid 90s with a fastball. It's a very live fastball. It's got a lot of movement. Um, his, his slider is probably his best pitch right now. It really darts away from right-handers. Uh, has not had to use a changeup because he didn't need it in high school. So that's one of the pitches they're working on. He'll probably start out in uh, low A ball in Lexington or, or something like that this year. And um, he's only 19 years old. He's I think he's like six four, two hundred. He's going to have to fill out a little bit too, but. Uh, they're very excited about him, uh, as well they should be. He's got, you know, another one of those uh, power right-handed arms in, in the system. And we might as well mention Kyle Zimmer. Uh, yeah. We're at, and there's a guy who, who might have a, a role in 2016, a former first-rounder. But, of course, he's battled his share of injuries at the minor league level. And, and that just leads to the obvious question, Jeffrey. Is this future in the rotation or in the bullpen? Uh, definitely in the rotation. Um, he's probably got the best overall stuff of anybody in the organization. And as you mentioned, it's just been a matter of keeping him healthy. Uh, he's probably the guy I get asked about the most by fans. Uh, when is he going to be ready, you know, and stuff like that. But uh, last year was his first really full, healthy year uh, since they drafted him. And so they're encouraged by that. They, they've they tried just about every maneuver to keep him healthy, Uh they, last year they did switch him off in the bullpen and started him in a few games and put him back in the bullpen just to get him pitching regularly uh, and build up some arm strength. Um, he'll probably start out in Double A this year, uh, make a quick transfer up to Triple A hopefully. And um, they even can, they've talked uh, internally about him making his major league debut probably in the second half of this season. So uh, they still consider him to have a bright future. Uh, like I said, he's got terrific stuff when he's healthy. He can just be absolutely dominant. Um, so, uh, pretty exciting to see what his process will be at the big league level. All right. Well, it won't be long before pitchers and catchers, uh, Zimmer included, report to camp and surprise.
Enterprise Arizona. Jeffrey Flanagan will be there for MLB.com. I want to thank him for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. It's an MLB.com Extras, Kansas City Royals edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.